The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. The Nonprofit Voice is a premier radio program featuring nonprofits on Long Island every Saturday morning. We have learned about, been inspired by, and celebrated hundreds of nonprofits in our community. The Nonprofit Voice is produced by Marketing Works, the only full service marketing and public relations firm that works almost exclusively with nonprofit agencies. We pride ourselves on our reputation in creating strategic marketing and public relations campaigns, successful virtual, hybrid and live events as well as powerful social media and digital campaigns as the leaders in nonprofit marketing no other agency understands the industry as we do and we are committed to the success of each and every one of our clients marketing works hopes you enjoy this week's featured nonprofit good morning this is ron gold from marketing works the name of the show is a nonprofit voice and each week we feature a different nonprofit and this week we're going to be featuring the brave house and i met uh leora and joy at a network group meeting about a month or two ago and then i had the privilege of visiting them in their uh offices and they are so delightful leora and joy how are you hello hi ron it's wonderful to be here yeah so leora and joy let me de- decipher what the two of you do first names last name and your positions Leora? Um, well, yeah, my name is Leora Samet, um, and I am the Youth Advocate with the Brave House. And Joy? Hi, and I'm Joy, Hi, I'm Joy Dumas. I am the Community Advocate with the Brave House. Um, I work with our new and expecting moms on the case management team with Leora, um, and I also manage our private mobile app for our members. All right, that's great. So listen, let's talk about the Brave House. How did it get started? Who started it? Uh, your executive director, who's also an attorney, started it, put it together, and what were the reasons for putting it on? Yeah, um, well, I think first and foremost, um, just to, to highlight what we do here and what the Brave House does, um, and then Joy can talk a little bit about like the importance of why it exists to this day, but we um, are really a community um, of support for young immigrant women. Uh, We work with women ranging from 16 to 24 years old here in in New York City across all five boroughs um, to focus on those who are survivors of gender-based violence. Um, So we provide support ranging from free legal uh, aid to holding um, community spaces that are really important, to a range of holistic services, including leadership training, one-on-one advocacy, which is large. what I do um, with my work, wellness events, uh, a lot of job and school assistance, and uh, like Joy already mentioned, uh, specific support for our new and expecting mothers. Well, how did it get started? Uh, yeah, go ahead. I'd love to answer. Um, Joy here. Uh, I can talk a little bit about our executive director's vision at the beginning and also a little more broadly um, what the vision and the issues that we are responding to at the Brave House are. Um, 
So our executive director, Lauren Blodgett, is an immigration attorney by trade. Um, she used to work at a much larger nonprofit uh, for immigration in New York City. And she was finding in her work that um, she couldn't respond to all of the needs that she wanted to, that her clients had. You know, she was able to help them with their legal case. But let's say someone needs a mentor. Someone else is looking for a youth soccer league. Uh, someone else is looking for coding classes or English classes. Um, so informally, she started, you know, connecting uh, members or clients at that time with mentors or uh, setting up community events and spaces for her clients. Um, and then she decided over time um, that uh, with a large support network of volunteers and um, uh, donors, uh, that we were going to get this thing off the ground and start the Brave House, um, just providing those uh, legal and holistic services um, to young immigrant women in the city of New York. Um, and to talk a little bit more broadly about um, immigration and young women going through the immigration system in this country, um, the Brave House was created in response to um, the violence that girls are facing across the world and the trauma and the systemic obstacles that they face as a result um, of that violence. A lot of the individuals that we work with here at the Brave House or that Lauren has worked with in the past um, in her immigration lawyering uh, are fleeing gender-based violence and are seeking asylum in this country. And then when they arrive in this country, they are often not equipped with a free attorney or other uh, information or resources that they need to advocate for their protection of their human rights. But um, these aren't so, these aren't girls that are coming in now on the buses, right? These are girls that have been here. Am I right? I, I'm not. I'm a little confused about it because when I was there, you said that this has nothing to do with the migration of the buses from Texas and California or wherever they are. Um, in our work, um, we work with anyone who is arrived to this country and needing services. We honestly don't talk much about um, the situation that you're describing right now in our work. Um, yeah, we mostly focus on the individuals that we're working with, um, regardless of how they arrived, just working with them on yeah their situations here and how we can protect their rights and uh, explain to them what resources are available to them. That's great. And what about the uh, start of the Brave House? When was this? Yeah, um, I could talk a little more about that. The Brave House started now. We are about to celebrate, is it our fifth anniversary? So exciting. Huh. Um, Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, we started with a handful of members. Um, and a really small team of mostly volunteers and a few folks full-time uh, providing services like mentorship, uh, providing services like job and school support, like uh, we had mentioned a little bit earlier, some direct cash assistance support also when we have the funding for it. Um, um, yeah, Leora, anything yeah. to add? Um I, yeah, I, it's something wonderful that we love to highlight is some of the original members who Lauren uh, connected with years ago as their attorneys. Um, many of those members uh, have taken on incredible mentorship positions and leadership positions um, now in their 
some in their early or late, late twenties at this point, um, who have been able to stick with the organization, um, and really be incredible leaders for younger, uh, members and more recently arrived members as well. So that's just something we love to celebrate and highlight. Now, how have you grown over the five years? Uh, you've been in existence, as you said, five years, but has there been a growth cycle? How are people finding you? Um, another great question. Uh, we have definitely grown even quite a bit in the year that I have been with the Brave House, but certainly over time. Um, we now have well over 100 active members. Um, and a couple years ago, that would have been closer to um, a few dozen, I believe. So um, have grown quite a bit there. Even our just new and expecting moms group has grown really dramatically over the past year. We've gone from under a dozen to almost 40 moms in that group. Um, so lots of growth. And we get a lot of our folks uh, find out from us from actually other members who are part of the Brave House will um, provide us with a referral and every referring member receives a $25 gift card. So that's a nice little incentive for folks to let people know um, in their own communities that the Brave House is um, here as another space for them. But we also do a lot of outreach. Um, we've done outreach at international high schools. We like to collaborate with the John Jay Immigrant Student Success Center. They are awesome. As well as the Immigrant Student Success Center at Brooklyn College. We've got some awesome events coming up at both of those uh, colleges. So, yeah, universities, uh, also other referring agencies who know about us, like um, folks as lawyers or social workers will inform them um, and send that referral our way. So, yeah, lots of sources. Well, when you say that, you know, you have hundreds of, of people that you've helped, do you keep in touch with all of the people you've helped and make sure they're on the right road or get back to them that way? We do our very best. It is a dream to be able to um, keep in contact with members who are moving through various phases of their life. Of course, if, if you can imagine a member being a part of the organization at the age of 16 and by 24, 25, they are, you know, doing a lot more than they were doing at 16. And so it's wonderful when we can follow that trajectory with them. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, that's not always the case. Um, and contact with certain members ebbs and flows. And that's something that we encounter on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, sometimes it can be concerning and even emotional for us when we don't hear from somebody. And then other people... Um, like I said, they have been with us for years and continue to show up and be present and be active in um, such wonderful and diverse ways. With us. Well, on their initial uh, visit to you when you first meet them, they must be a little bit gun shy, right? Yeah, it's it's an intimidating space, especially I mean, with some of our more recently arrived members who finding community is so daunting, um, as you can imagine, um, and just getting used to the systems, um, you know, not even in this country, but in, in New, York, New York City, um, a city-specific system. We try to make uh, all of the work that we do, um, we'd love for it to be in person. we love for members to be able to feel warm and welcomed um we lauren has a, a wonderful concept that she stands by called radical hospitality um where we just embrace 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 um and we try to do 
the best that we can to make um, a member feel feel welcomed. And you, you've seen our space. I mean, we try to make it cozy, and we, we want it to be, like, so homey, so warm. Well, your one office with the two of you is is very homey and comforting. Yeah. <laughs> we try. We try. Well, take me through a typical case you work on with a young immigrant woman in your community. Yeah, definitely. So, like I said, this is I'm I'm the lead youth advocate. Um, I'm really doing case management on a day to day basis. Um, a typical case, yeah. So. I would say a large part of my job usually uh, looks like sort of on the mental health front, um, getting a member um, a therapy referral. But before we can even do that, um, let's say I'm working with somebody who doesn't even have health insurance. So a typical case would sort of look like me um, getting connected, getting in communication with um, our partners at Single Stop, which is a wonderful community navigator that works through NYC Well, um, and we work with them to um, enroll members in health insurance. Oftentimes, um, it's their first time having health insurance, um, kind of explaining what that looks like. So we'll work with our community partners at Single Stop to make that happen. Then let's say within a, within a month, they're granted... Um, like maybe even like emergency Medicaid. And then I turn my attention to making sure that if they have mental health needs um, and are interested in therapy, that we can start having a conversation about, you know, what types of therapy they're looking at, what, what they're interested in, the gender preference of their therapist, what their language accessibilities will be. Um, and we'll make, and I will make usually two to three referrals to different places depending on capacity at that, um, at that service. Um, and so that, you know, can be a couple months trajectory, a waiting period depending on therapist capabilities and, and whatnot. Um, and so then maybe simultaneously this member is wanting to, has dropped out of school and is looking to get back into the school or maybe has graduated from high school and wants to go to college. And so then simultaneously we'll have a conversation about how can I help you get to college? Um, and maybe that requires working with their guidance counselor, um, helping filling out applications, looking over personal essays um, and all that good stuff, looking at scholarships together and helping them apply concretely to those um for those resources as well. We're talking yeah. with Leora and Joy from the Brave House. Tell me about the uh, Brave House Youth Leadership Board. And what does that program look like? Yes, it is. It, it is one of our most, I would say, impressive programs. Really has developed in the last year, even. Um, and this is a for this is a program that we've started that consists of around 10 members um, who meet monthly to participate in all different types of leadership training. Um, and this runs over the course of six months. Um, and it's a way for our members to really have agency in what they want their participation in the Brave House to look like. Um, and that is providing feedback to our services. Um, they receive a stipend for their time and energy as part of 
being being a part of the youth leadership board. Um, and then every month when they meet, they will um, we will help them to engage in trainings that could include anything from goal setting to time management to public speaking um, and storytelling and so many other things that um, we want to give them the most comprehensive um, tools to be able to lead in the Brave House, but of course, in their communities beyond the Brave House. Well, what is your, um, what is so your background, good. both of you? Are you social workers? Is that how you came out of school? Uh, um, not, I mean, Joy and I don't have social work degrees. Um, this is, yeah, we've, we've both had um, opportunities to engage in community um, activism and different things like that. But this is, um, I don't know, maybe you want to you want to speak more to it, Joy? Sure. Um, yeah, I graduated in 2022 with my bachelor's in uh, human rights and Hispanic studies. Um, and I was seeking opportunities in New York City to use my education. You can imagine Spanish human rights um, limited, you know. Not here. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> this works for you. <laughs> um, yeah, how lucky was I to find out about the Brave House, um, being able to use both of my areas of education um, to, you know, yeah, I use Spanish just about every day with our clients. It's super important and helpful. And also just having that human rights background, um, feeling really grounded in, uh, yeah, providing equity, and autonomy to all of our members. Let me talk about the 100-day countdown to the end of the year, celebrating wins each day. What is that about? Um, yeah, this is a new uh, initiative that we're starting this year. Um, we just talk a lot about affirming our team and celebrating our successes um, to focus on the positive and stay motivated. And uh, this was one way to do it. It was actually not that hard to come up with 100 wins just because um, big or small, we're always getting good news here, which is awesome. Um, yeah, I'd love to share a little bit about uh, one of our new and expecting moms. Our, uh, she had a big win uh, this year. She was in an apartment. And um, the rent was just um, too much to keep up with for her. She had a small baby who she just had last year. Um, and she was looking for a new spot. She got a housing voucher. Lucky for her. Super awesome. But um, unfortunately, that voucher did not come with any sort of support uh, from the referring agency other than just a list of landlords who she said she called and had a really hard time communicating or um, getting any affirmative answers with. Um, so a big win for us was that she was able to do a lot of self-advocacy um, and find what she needed to find to obtain a new apartment. And she has now moved in with her baby and we're so excited for them. So we sent them a little letter and we're celebrating that as one of our 100 wins. All right. Uh, Leora, do you have a favorite? Oh, that's, Great question. Yeah, thinking about um, a lot of a lot of the wins that feel present in my work, um, as I was speaking previously, is when we get to have members, um, you know, get the health insurance and become enrolled in therapy. We have a new member who's been having a hard time recently, 
um, I was able to get her enrolled in therapy and she has let me know that she is making a big difference already and she has a great connection with her therapist. So something like that is like we have to celebrate. Absolutely. I'm celebrating with you. Tell me what, um, how anybody can get in touch with you if they want to be a supporter or donate to you. How can they find you? We would love to. So um, we are the Brave House. Uh, you can sign up for our newsletter, which you can find on our website, thebravehouse.com. Um, you can also find us on social media, on Instagram at the Brave House. Um, you can find us on LinkedIn as well at the Brave House. Um, and then taking things a step further than just staying in the loop. Um, we always have volunteering opportunities um, at our events, um, doing drop-offs or giving rides to members. Um, so it's always a diverse uh, number of opportunities there to use your talents and contribute what you've got. Um, we're always accepting donations for our free market. Well, quickly, what's your website address? Bravehouse.org. Dot com. Bravehouse.com. Thank you both, Leora and Joy. This is Ron Gold from Marketing Works.